here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey everybody, guys and ladies, thank you for coming back to Podcasting Your Global Career. Really delighted with my guest today, but before I get into my guest today, I would like to just inspire you guys to please share this episode. I know there's someone out there who will find this content really, really valuable. And also, you're helping this show immensely uh, by sharing it with somebody you know. Today, we're coming to you from Salt Lake City, Utah, and my featured guest today is David Chemetsky. David is a man of all seasons. He's an author, he's a speaker, he's a thought leader, and we're celebrating his brand new release of his book, When Your Heart Says It's Your Time to Soar. And he also has a podcast titled Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Boy, if that isn't the takeaway giveaway that he is from New York, I don't know what is. It is my pleasure to have David on the show, so you better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today from the Music City all the way to Salt Lake City. Hey, welcome everybody to the Dharmic Evolution Podcast, and my guest today is David Chemitsky. Did I say it right? Did. You did say it right. Thank you. See so that? Much. I practiced that. <laughs> we're we're gonna have a treat today. David is a published author. Um, he's also a coach and he does a lot of interesting things. And why don't you hold up your book and show everybody what we have here? When your heart says it's time it's your time to soar. I love it. Time to soar. So many people need to hear this. So tell us about yourself, your brand. Congratulations on the book. It's so awesome as we we're just talking about putting out a book and then being able to hold it and say, I actually have the evidence in hand here. Yeah, it's even more than just the evidence. You know, uh, uh, you know, we put anything together, anything that we work together really uh, becomes um, like your music, right? It becomes you, a part of you. And having the book, uh, when you actually get to touch it, you know, when we use our senses, it becomes so powerful. It becomes touchstones in our life when we allow it. And this was one of those moments they gave me the box. And here I am about to touch my, my book for the first time. It's like a baby, right? You hold the baby for nine months and a book can come out as quickly or as slowly as you want. But this is my first. And I was like, wow, uh, I got to hold it. I had chills down my back. I had all the people that I, you know, who supported me over the years. Uh, but I opened it by myself and it was, uh, even though there was a million people around me, it was a, it was, a, it was during a party, a uh, book signing party, but uh, I got to touch it. it. It was so touching. Congratulations. Give us the, uh, the motivation and the inspiration behind uh, what made you write this. Yeah, so I, I've been writing uh, my whole life, uh, and this was a, a compilation of things I wrote, stories, heartfelt, inspirational stories and poems uh, about love. Really, you, you want to get to know me? This is a great way to do it. And, uh, you know, one of the first stories was really about, uh, your first love. We've, we've all had that opportunity, uh, whatever. And then it's not only about my story. Then I have these little pathfinder perspectives in each, after each story or, or every now and then throughout the book. So have you think about it, how it touches your life, how it might feel for you. If you can remember the good about the, the things that you want, even if you're in a, relationship that you've been around for all these years, you want to bring it back to, to that. And then 
you know, at the end of the book is uh, a, a sort of an homage to, to my mom who transitioned during the, the, the writing of this book. Uh, because the first heartbeat we see is, the, is our mom. You know, yeah. the first one that we, that we do. And I was lucky enough to be part of the transition uh, and say goodbye to her way in time before she actually uh, transitioned. So, you know, it, it, that's what the heart's about. It, it, it's, we go through three different parts of our life, how I look at it. Uh, the heartbeats, you know, that first heartbeat, when we, you know, first heartbeat we hear is our mom, and then we find a path. And usually our paths are not necessarily a straight line. And then we want to soar. When, once we find out what the right path is for us, we find those opportunities to soar, take us to that next level. It's either we're growing or we're dying. And we all want to grow and soar to that next level. We have, that's where our, our passions and our views are for. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a big um, believer in goal setting? I am. Yeah, uh, as you and, mentioned, when you said that, it triggered, you know, a goal is actually for growth. That's what they're meant for. Sure. Like you said, when you soar, you hit the goal and you soar into a ceiling again. Right. Time for a new goal, right? It, it, well, that, well, that's it. it is, uh, you know, because even when you start learning something, you once you learn something, you can't unlearn it. You can, you know, it's, it's a choice if you want to go back to different levels. But I think we all want to soar. We always want to get better at what we're doing. We want to do better. We want to push ourselves. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure that whatever we're doing is bringing us to our most authentic place and being our, th our authentic self. That's why in the book, not only do I have the poems, I have my own personal photography that I, uh, I use some pictures. So each part of the page, really every page in this book really is a piece of my heart and a place that I have a special place for each one of those stories and, and photos and thoughts. You got your heart and soul in this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about your, um, your adventures in corporate America. Yeah, it's been uh, interesting. So I've been in uh, uh, corporate America for 30 years, uh, in, mainly in the legal field. And I'm not a lawyer, so nobody has to be scared of a king suit. Uh, but, you know, there's so many opportunities that you get. I, I've had so many interesting opportunities and you never know where it's going to go. And as I've grown myself in uh, mental wellness and things like that last year, I was nominated for the Reed Smith uh, Award for from the Institute of Mental Wellness and Legal. And it really is just learning how to manage things. I, mean, I, I haven't always managed everything uh, perfectly as there is no such thing as perfection. It's a one moment in time and it's not a consistent thing. We can, can continue to strive for it. Right. Um, and mental wellness is really one of those things that I really enjoy talking about. And uh, actually I was told I need to do uh, from... A man upstairs, a, a grandpa Mike. Uh, I had tried to hurt myself, even though I knew all the right resources. And uh, Grandpa Mike was like, "It's not your time to go help people." Uh, further, he he knew I knew all the right resources, and uh, it's it's time to now, soar. Now, who's Grandpa Mike? I don't know. Uh, I I have a belief, but it's not mine. I don't have a Grandpa Mike in my right. life, okay. so uh, I I don't know uh, who that is for sure. Uh, I have beliefs, but uh, we, we all have beliefs. But you knew it was wise counsel. It, it was it was wise wise counsel, and it was yeah. uh, definitely affirmative to the, uh, saying it's not your time. Right. Get back to doing what you got to do. Uh, because I had at that point, I'd already been coaching for a number of years. I was taking care of myself, and I'm sure a lot of the audience that has been in that situation. We know the right things to do, but we don't necessarily do it, and that's where uh, our learnings go into uh, doing the right thing. 
and putting that into our life. It's all about that routine that we have where we do the things we need to do. Life becomes much easier. We find the right path. We find the path that's going to lead us to be able to soar. Yeah. So um, you seem to have a specialty for helping attorneys um, in your coaching process. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, I've helped, uh, I guess, C-suite people uh, as well as attorneys. You know, it's... uh, I, I'd worked, so as part of my legal career, I worked for a top 50 for a firm, a national wide firm. And so you get to learn how people operate. And then I've been lucky enough also to be uh, in, a, in a corporation, a Fortune 50 company. And you learn how to kind of play up, but also know what type of stresses that, that they are. And by knowing the stresses, you know where, when people are reacting and what they need to do. And by learning that, you also know how the, the way by experiencing them yourselves, you can kind of, I kind of help them cut, cut to the front of the line. Yeah. So with all the stress in that industry, um, can you share with us any specific technique that you can help coach them off the ledge, um, change a thought habit, change a paradigm that they are, you know, completely controlled by? It is operating inside of them to help them get on path to a healthier mind. Oh, you, you said it exactly that way. Uh, it's really starting off with yourself. Uh, once you can control yourself, it really, everything else goes out from that, that way. And no matter what's going on outside of us, so not only in the legal field, but in any field, in, even in your individual life, it's all about getting that, that peace. So uh, my podcast is called Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to ask. But, but I the, love that title. But the, but the peace part of it, uh, you know, and, and a friend of mine just really, uh, one of our conversations was about peace. And uh, even religiously, we think about uh, Jesus's life. There was, right, there was a lot of uproar outside of his life, but he kept true to himself about finding that peace. And he knew what passion he needed to have. And that's what we all do. Is when, once we know the peace and we're able to control ourselves, we can start using that as a leverage to our passions and how to go further. And then you know, the leverage is definitely a bad and it's really all about growing and knowing your non-negotiables, knowing your boundaries in life and hitting the sweet spot. Uh, if you've ever swung a baseball bat and hit it right, it just feels so good. Yeah. Tell me about, um, was there a defining moment in your life where you knew you could give to help coaching? Yeah. So I, when I first learned uh, one of the techniques, uh, it's called havening. And uh, that was the first technique I, I learned. It, it's a psychosensory touch modality where you just start rubbing your hands. It goes a lot deeper than just rubbing your hands. But if your audience or you rub your hands when you get stressed, nice and slow, it's going to create delta waves, which is your brain waves that, you, you, that we create anyway when we go to sleep. I do this all the time. Yeah. Right? And, and we don't realize it, right? in the winter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the winter, you might do it a little faster, yeah. light it a little fire. Yeah. But the great thing about that is once you can do that, if you can reset yourself in any circumstance, you can find that peace within yourself. And that's where the magic happens of then what do you get to do? You get to make some choices differently. And it only takes between 10 and 15 seconds to start generating it. And depending on what your triggers are, you can then work on that as well. And that's when I learned that uh, by first, I, I learned it by putting myself in therapy and this therapist was like, Hey, you got to touch yourself and you know, this and that I was laughing, but I, I was in so much pain. I wanted to be out of that. And by doing that and then learning this, I became certified. I was 
number 79 in the world uh, to learn this technique. And uh, then I started working with people. And I found such joy. I mean, I'm sure like you and your practice, you know, the, the joy you have when you help somebody, when you see that spark in somebody's eye, that's magic. Yeah. Yeah. When you touch them, you reach them and you help them accomplish, you know, what their desire is. Um, there's, there's no greater joy than, than yeah. you know, so we're, we're kindred spirits. Yeah. It definitely makes you sore. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you're from New York. I am from New York. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's where the, the bat comes in. I just, you know, what play I do. There's a lot of things I do. They talk uh, with my New York. So one of the charities I'm, I'm working and building is Goons for Good. I know a guy, you know, uh, I like playing with the name. And uh, I think New York is one of those magical cities. So what is Goons? What is that exactly? It's a charity that we can help push it along to different charities that we support. Or I can connect people to charities that they like. So, you know, uh, I know a lot of people. Uh, by, by going out there and pushing yourself out there, you just get opportunities and you know charities and people who are good. Now, there's you know, the big, long charities. Um, I like helping the individuals. I like helping the community charities. Because those don't always get all the visibility or finances that they need to help people. There's so many great opportunities. So I think if we know everybody, uh, we know know a guy we know some people yeah uh, it's good to connect the right people to the right opportunities is that an east coast thing i got a guy you got a guy hey, well, man, i got this thing i got i need a guy you, you know who's your guy That's well some- I, I think it probably is an east coast thing um <laughs> you know uh definitely a new york thing you know i know a guy yeah you know yeah and uh you, you play with it so uh yeah. you know and it's one of those things that you just you know what you do and it, it, it's special because what i can when you if you come to me and say Hey, I'd like to help out somebody with cancer. I know a guy. Right. You want to help? Some, you want to help out veterans? I know several organizations. You tell me what you want to do. Uh, substance abuse. There's so many different ways, and that's one of the blessings that I had in life. I met Frank Shankowitz, who is the creator of the Make a Wish Foundation. Oh, a co- wow. He was the co-creator with with the mother of the boy he had helped, yeah. and uh, he once said, "Everybody could do something. You could show up if you don't know how to do something." Guess what? You can paint the fence. You can just pick up somebody's garbage and help somebody out. It doesn't have to be big charities. You make yeah. those small movements. Small movements become large opportunities. Yeah. Some uh, wise woman told me one time, um, don't ever expect large blessings. You can't appreciate the small ones. Yeah, I think the Lord works just that way because he doesn't measure it in terms of uh, dollars or giant pounds or you know uh, spectacles uh it's more the what's your heart to, he you know, he, he tests you right it, it, oh, are, yeah, are yeah. you worthy he's, he's yeah. not he, he's not going to give you a million dollars if you can't hold on to five dollars yeah. uh he's not going to give you an opportunity to save the world if you can't save yourself right exactly hey let's talk pizza sure new york new jersey two best places in the world for pizza and i've traveled around and i gotta say there's no place like home. <laughs> I, I, you know, I tease, I tease all my friends all over and, you know, Chicago and we have the, the deep dish versus the thin fries, crispy, right, right. cr- you know, crispy versus other ways. Um, I love crispy. I, you know, yes. I, you know, try not to eat it with a fork. Uh, as, but, but now, you know, there's more pizzas and they start, you know, growing up, it was much easier to not eat it with a fork uh, because it was just a slice of pizza, a little pepperoni, a little meatball. That's fine. But now they have these whole meals, uh, Chicken palm, you know, they're mixing it up. Uh, 
still yeah. could not eat it with work, yeah. but it's a lot of fun. It's getting crazy, isn't it? It's almost like you need a fork. You almost need a pitchfork to eat a pizza okay. these days. So, um, so best client is, we talked about attorneys, but they're not the exclusive. I mean, you'll help other people. Like what other areas of people would be best for you to support? Yeah, so the, the best people that uh, would, would serve me is a C-suite because I had the corporate experience. I know the resources. It's tough to understand that they have no, they don't have a lot of time. Yeah. And the modalities I use, this havening, as well as some of the other ones, are really quick. Uh, I, I can do a, a flip of the switch pretty quickly. And, uh, you know, we can work on, and based on, between electronically and my experience, we can work pretty quickly. Um, but also, I've, I've worked with individuals. So there's lots of people. I, I, I think there's three aspects of our life. is the individual part of it. There's our businesses. So entrepreneurs uh, need it. We don't get enough, as an entrepreneur, we don't get enough resources. Uh, yeah. uh, and then also relationships. You have to make sure there's the fine balance. So when we talk about that bat, when you swing the bat, you want to make sure you have that right balance. And your relationship has to be part of that, that communication part of that relationship. So the, the, the ideal clients is I have programs really for everybody. And depending on what you need, I can fit into it because it's everybody has that. We have different fingerprints. Yeah. And it's not just, I'll take anybody. I, you need to sit with me and, you know, I'm not right for everybody because I do have that little bit of that New York attitude. Uh, that's one of the programs, that personal attitude towards happiness on the path. Right. And really that the attitude, the ideas of the way you, you want to be handled and, and things like that. I can handle everybody, but it's really uh, all about learning what you want to do and the focus and how quickly you want to grow. Yeah. What, what's the best place for people? reach out to you today. Well, they can reach out to me, uh, email, uh, on the path and why at gmail.com. I'm on social media and my website is all David Chemetsky and I'll spell that for you. C H A M E T Z K Y. And I'd love to hear people. I'd love to hear feedback and you know, it, it, that's really what it is. We're all in it together and more we can help each other out. That's the beauty of life. We will make sure all of these links are put in the show notes for you folks to reach out to David. Don't be shy. He's got a lot to offer. Tell me what you like to do when you're a downtime, chill time for people. We got to turn off business. We're yeah. I, I love, uh, I, I do love writing. So that's why I continue to do a, a bunch of writing. I love photography. I love being with my family. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that we do and we need to do that. I mean, I, even just meditating, just being by myself. And resetting my own self. Uh, I learned the challenges that I faced by not doing that. So now I make sure that that's, you know, I only make, uh, I try to only make a mistake once. Right. Uh, and, and by doing that, I, I then have learned what to do. So, you know, there's so much traveling. Uh, you know, now that the world is opening up again, yeah. uh, I, I want to do so much because you never know who you're going to meet. I was once in Cuba on a, on a trip and uh, the woman was talking about the revolution that was in Cuba. And she was a little upset. So during, she was a tour guide. So I took her aside during the tour and I did the havening techniques uh, on her. And she was like, that really helped. So, you know, you never know where you're going to meet. And that's the beauty of life. You never know who and where you're going to meet and what, where you're going to be able to make changes in people's lives. I feel like you practice silence. Do you? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but do you find it refreshing? I do. I, I yeah. never did. Uh, you know, that was when, when the pandemic, that was the worst thing. It was right after I had attempted to hurt myself and I was stuck in my house by myself. 
right. the scariest place. Well, this was right after that. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was right before the, uh, the pandemic. It was right. a few months right afterwards. And uh, I learned how to be comfortable with myself. Yeah. I learned to face, because I knew the right resources. I just wasn't using them. But then I was like, I need to use them. Yeah. And I did all the things that needed to get done. And man, it was, it was worth it. Uh, you know, it really is. The monsters under our, our beds are not as scary as the monsters in our heads. Yeah. And, you know, when you can con conquer the monsters, man, life becomes so much easier and you can face so much more. Yeah. People tend to fear silence until they learn to not fear it. And then it becomes their best friend. Yeah. You know, it, there's something about it that is uh, very powerful and allows you to mind. Yeah. Know. Well, this was really awesome. I really enjoyed having you come by and share your stories with us. Um, being a part of the Dharmic Evolution. So check out all the links in the show notes for David. And David, it was a pleasure. Thank God you bless. so much, sir. God, God bless you. Another great show. So glad you guys showed up today for podcasting your global career. Please check out all the links in the show notes. My coaching link is in there. Let's uncover your purpose and get a discovery session with me. No obligation. What have you been waiting for? I'm your host for podcasting your global career, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find. Freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery Ride on, ride on, baby, baby, you and I can find the key Ride on, ride on, we can unlock this destiny I taste the breeze of freedom It's tingling on my tongue You and I out on the road will stay Pictures in your mind I'll take you places 